came to read Willing to Pay the Price and it was by John McCormick. When my wife, Marianne, and I were building our Greens Point Mall hair salon 13 years ago, a Vietnamese fellow would stop by each day to sell us donuts. He spoke hardly any English, but he was always friendly and through smiles and sign language, we got to know each other. His name was Lee Van Vu. During the day, he worked in a bakery and at night he and his wife listened to audio tapes to learn English. I later learned that they slept on sacks full of sawdust on the floor of the back room of the bakery. In Vietnam, the Van Vu family was one of the wealthiest in Southeast Asia. They owned almost one third of North Vietnam, including huge holdings in industry and real estate. However, after his father was brutally murdered, Lee moved to South Vietnam with his mother, where he went to school and eventually became a lawyer. Like his father before him, Lee prospered. He saw an opportunity to construct buildings to accommodate the ever-expanding American presence in South Vietnam and soon became one of the most successful builders in the country. On a trip to the north, however, Lee was captured by the North Vietnamese and thrown into prison for three years. He escaped by killing five soldiers and made his way back to South Vietnam, where he was arrested again. The South Vietnamese government had assumed he was a plant from the north. After serving time in prison, Lee got out and started a fishing company eventually becoming the largest canner in South Vietnam. When Lee learned that the US troops and embassy personnel were about to pull out of his country, he made a life-changing decision. He took all of the gold he had hoarded, loaded it aboard one of his fishing vessels and sailed with his wife out to the American ships in the harbour. He then exchanged all his riches for safe passage out of Vietnam to the Philippines, where he and his wife were taken into a refugee camp. After gaining access to the President of the Philippines, Lee convinced him to make one of his boats available for fishing and Lee was back in business again. Before he left the Philippines two years later en route for America, his ultimate dream, Lee had successfully developed the entire fishing industry in the Philippines. But en route to America, Lee became distraught and depressed about having to start over again with nothing. His wife tells of how she found him near the railing of the ship, about to jump overboard. Lee, she told him, if you do jump, whatever will become of me. We've been together for so long and through so much, we can do this together. It was all the encouragement that Lee Van Vu needed. When he and his wife arrived in Houston in 1972, they were flat broke and spoke no English. In Vietnam, family takes care of family and Lee and his wife found themselves ensconced in the back room of his cousin's bakery in the Greens Point Mall. We were building our salon just a couple of hundred feet away. Now, as they say, here comes the message, part of this story. Lee's cousin offered both Lee and his wife jobs in the bakery. 
After taxes, Lee would take home $175 per week, his wife $125. Their total annual income, in other words, was $15,600. Further, his cousin offered to sell them the bakery whenever they could come up with $30,000 down payment. The cousin would finance the remainder with a note for $90,000. Here's what Lee and his wife did. Even with the weekly income of $300, they decided to continue to live in the back room. They kept clean by taking sponge baths for two years in the Miles restrooms. For two years, their diet consisted almost entirely of bakery goods. Each year, for two years, they saved in a to- on a total That's right, a total of $600, saving $30,000 for the down payment. Lee later explained his reasoning. If we got ourselves an apartment, which we could afford on $300 per week, we'd have to pay the rent. Then of course we'd have to buy furniture, then we'd have to have transportation to and from work, so that meant we'd have to buy a car. Then we'd have to buy gasoline for the car as well as insurance. Then we'd probably want to go places in the car, so that meant we'd need to buy clothes and toiletries. So I knew that if we got that apartment, we'd never get our $30,000 together. Now if you think you've heard everything about Lee, let me tell you, there's more. After he and his wife had saved $30,000 and bought the bakery, Lee once again sat down with his wife for a serious chat. They still owed $90,000 to his cousin. He said, and as difficult as the past two years had been, they had to remain living in that back room for one more year. I'm proud to tell you that in one year, my friend and mentor, Lee Van Vu and his wife, saving virtually every nickel of profit from their business, paid off the $90,000 note and in just three years owned an extremely profitable business, free and clear. Then and only then, the Van Voos went out and got their first apartment. To this day, they continue to save on a regular basis, live on an extremely small percentage of their income and of course, always pay cash for any of their purchases. Do you think that Lee Van Vu is a millionaire today? I'm really happy to tell you, many times over. A lovely story. But incredible some of the hardships that people put themselves through. And I've got to tell you, I am 99.9% sure that I couldn't do something like that. Perhaps I've never been in the position, so they always say, never say don't. And perhaps that's what I need to look at. But it's really interesting what some people can actually do in a short period of time. And that was amazing what they did. Thank you for listening. I love you. Bye.